0: 7 back, it's Pat and Stu, 888-727-BECK. Uh, we are uh, discussing a little bit the interview we just had on radio with Alan West. The guy is impressive. I mean, uh, we've always really liked him. Uh, I, I've i fallen in love with him all over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, just, it's like, uh, you know, it's born again love. Really? With Alan West. The guy's phenomenal. Oh, yeah, he was really good. He's phenomenal. He's great. Is it? Can you get any more plain-spoken than he is? I don't think so. Can you get any more unafraid than he is? Probably not. And, and here's the great thing. If it costs him his job as a congr- congressman, which maybe it did, yeah. so be it. So be it. You, you don't want a guy up there who's not going to be, be courageous and say the things you need him to say. He's aware of that. He's not so in love with him himself and his power that he refuses to say the things that he believes need to be said. And so, he says them. <laughs> I don't know anybody else quite like that. I'm still a little pissed he didn't move to South Carolina. Right?
1: Yeah. Well, that, what we That's did, the one thing we hold against him. We refuse to do that. It's interesting because he, he mentioned something off the air initially. And I wanted to bring it up on the air so we could actually talk about it. Because if we did something you know, wrong, I don't know, I'd, I'd rather talk about it and get it right than, than not talk about it. But it's, it's this issue that we... He said something about the Progressive Caucus kind of comparing them to communists... Or something like that. I can't remember the exact comment. We'll have to go back and I don't find think
0: it. I would have a problem with that statement. So I don't know. I don't think it was that one. I don't think that's what we took issue with. Okay. We saw, I, I and It wasn't think,
1: an issue of like, oh, Alan West, he might not be a good guy. It was an issue No, it was, an it was issue like, of, oh,
0: wish you hadn't said that because it's. It's, it's going to cause gonna him, problems. him into an extremist now. Right. Yeah, exactly. I think it was something about Islam, but I'm not sure.
1: Okay. And, but the point here is, and his point was, look, uh, I can't care. I can't mm-hmm. care what the press thinks. Yeah. Um, you just got to do what you have to and do. And our with. point was you kind of have to because yeah. they could
0: cost you your job.
1: Even now, after speaking with him, I'm a bit torn on the question. Yeah. Because he's right. First of all, he's right. As a man, he's right. Mm-hmm. You stand up, you say what you believe, damn the consequences, and you go on. That's why I like this job. And maybe this is why he likes the job he's doing more than he does did the job in Congress. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you have somebody like Alan West who gets into Congress uh, in spite of the ridiculous nonsense that goes on in Washington... Um, you you want to keep him there. And, you know, I mean, we are in 2015, and, you know, you say, I mean, freaking Scott Walker says one thing about, uh, uh, you know, evolution and doesn't answer it uh, the way the media wants, and it's a story he's got to answer for now probably from now until the 2016 election. Probably. And it's like, I don't know that you could ignore that either. It's, It's tough, and that's why I'm glad I don't have to do that. We don't have to care here. This is why people like the blaze, I think. Uh, and I'm sure why Allen likes working uh, outside of uh, the beltway. It's like, we don't have to care. We are in a wonderful position in which we get to just say whatever the hell we want. And you know what? If you don't like it, don't watch. You know, but, but you, des- you can't always do that in Washington if, if you want to hold your job. True. So I know, that's, really, that's a real tough one.
0: It is. 888 888-727-BEC. 888-727-BECK. Uh, something else is very difficult that's going on right now is the uh, trial of chris kyle's killer uh... chris kyle and uh... chad littlefield were both murdered at that uh, gun range by the psycho ex-marine and he uh... is on trial right now taya uh... testified yesterday and uh... chad littlefield's mom testified yesterday so it was a tr- it was a really emotional day mm. in the courtroom um in uh, uh... here in texas and uh... some interesting things came out from this uh... This guy is uh, they're, What they're saying now is nobody denies that he killed Chris Kyle and Chad Littlefield, but he was he was high on marijuana and alcohol. Now, come on, that that, that brought on a psychosis that that didn't allow him to know right from wrong. That's a little bit different marijuana or alcohol than I'm familiar with. Then. Right.
1: Yeah, um, that's a little strange. It's it's weird. I mean, I mean, we talked about this a little bit. I don't. I didn't know leading into this that there was a competing uh, theory. Like I thought it was this guy had PTSD. He did these horrible things. Yep. We're going to put him in prison for the rest of his life. Uh, uh, you know, maybe maybe not. Maybe someone will argue that he's so PTSD that he doesn't go to prison. But he was PTSD. Apparently now they're're they're, I mean taya in particular doesn't seem to believe that at all no that, she he, that he was straight bit, up murder yeah it's just straight up murder
0: yeah uh, which is I mean that is. <coughs> and rude. then the other theory was that he's a Muslim sympathizer of some sort and so I, haven't heard that. I don't know how much yes. validity there is to that I don't no, know I've heard
2: that as well they yeah. also talked uh, that he had texts and I, I didn't look at what uh, the interest. yeah was, you t- go, go talk out. about the interesting text between Chris Kyle and
0: Chad Littlefield on the way to the gun range.
2: Uh, well, on the way while they were taking them, they text uh, Chris, text uh, Chad, saying this guy is. Uh, and they were in the same car together, by the way. Yeah, okay,
0: Chris was in the back, and like, so they're the texting text back and forth. This guy is straight out nods. That's what Chris texted to Chad Littlefield. And Chad, this guy's straight up. Chad nuts.
2: replied, "Watch my six. Yeah, he's
0: sitting right behind me. Watch my six.
2: Now, and Pat and I were talking earlier today. Probably oh, any other place in the world those two guys would not have continued on.
0: Yeah, they, they either stopped the situation in some way by driving the guy home Any and saying, look, place in the world. dude, I, I, we can't do this today, okay? I don't or, know if you've been drinking. I don't know right. what the deal is. We can't do it today. But and they drop him off and they leave. But I since wish they home, I know, but since that. they're
2: in Texas, they're going to the gun range. They're, yeah. they're just like, ah, we'll be fine.
0: We'll be fine. Let's go do it anyway. We'll get through this. We'll talk him through it. We'll help him out. Maybe he'll get better when we get to the gun range. Now, Chris Kyle was obviously great at a lot of things. He was not a licensed
1: psychiatrist. Um, So (laughs) Uh they will, of course, try to use that text and say, see, he was nuts. Now, that's not what I'm sure Chris was saying. When you say, like, we know we call Jeffy all sorts of things when we mean similar but slightly different things. For instance, when um, we call
0: him fat... We just mean he's uh, grossly overweight. Overweight. That's all we mean.
1: So it's, you know, it's not a... So anyway, uh, then after he <laughs> shot them, apparently
2: the, he he texted his sister, though, in uh, defense of him knowing what was going on and not being crazy, he yeah. texted his sister that he had murdered...
0: He knew he knew what was right. So, yes. He knew. So... He didn't
2: hurt two people. Yeah, don't He didn't do shoot that. two people.
1: He, murdered. he had murdered two Jeez, this is... I mean, I... Really horrible. Effing hate this story. I Me know. too. There is nothing I hate Me more too. than talking about this. I hate thinking it and reliving. Um, you know, I mean, it's just so infuriating. This is a guy who's an American hero so who goes out there to help somebody afflicted with, with at mm-hmm. least he believed afflicted with this terrible, you know, yeah. ailment that comes after you. You try to help the country. I mean, which, by the way, everything if you about the update this is a great that, story.
0: He, he wasn't in combat, yeah, he wasn't even in never combat. saw That's... any combat, never had a yeah. uh, PTSD type of incident over there. He never, he never got into any kind of action. So he didn't have any stress or trauma. He, he was just, I mean, was he disturbed? Apparently in some yeah. way. I, I don't there know. There were what...
2: reports of him having big time problems since he was you know, 16 and 17 years oh, old, okay. doing drugs and stuff too. Right. That's coming out as well. Now well, I heard a big one of the big time locals irresponsible attorneys. of his
0: mom not to share that with Chris. She maybe she yes. should be on trial too. Yes, I mean that's horrific that's, to me. How
1: did they how did point. they come together before you get to your point here, Jeffy? How did they come together?
0: He met her at um, he met the mom. Yeah, someplace and and she told him his her son wasn't doing well son. and asked him if if he'd be willing to help out. He said sure, sure because that's what he did. Mm-hmm. He helped out vets and so. She mm. apparently gave zero indication that there were any kind of mental issues going on there.
2: Other than PTSD. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Jeffy, you said the local One station. One of the uh, big local big-time attorneys was oh. being interviewed this morning, and he talked about the difference between uh, going, what's going to happen in the trial as what he is going to be found guilty of insanity or guilty of murder. Mm-hmm. And the whole point is is that the jury won't know what's going to happen So odds are they might go for murder instead of insanity because what happens, people in their mind think that if you are found guilty because of insanity, you go away for a couple years and then you're done. But that's not true. He was saying, you know, no matter what, this guy's away.
1: Yeah, I don't expect him to be walking among us anytime soon. Although, I mean, freaking, you know, Hinckley tried to kill a president of the United States and they're letting him walk around and go visit his family. Mm -hmm. I mean, it does happen. Uh, which is, I mean, let's be honest about it, ridiculous yeah. that this guy is out for any reason. I don't care if it's 50 years later and he feels wonderful. Uh, <laughs> it's like, a, so what? Right. If you, uh, you know, you, right. forget it. Um, but it does happen, and it is something that, you know, but I don't expect, I, look, I do expect him to be put away probably for the rest of his life in some capacity. It might be a mental hospital. It might be. Uh, behind bars and it may be even I don't, I don't know that they're even going for the death penalty I don't think they are, no, they are not. Um, but uh, still you know it's he, I don't expect him to be you know running into a Walmart anytime soon however you know you want the truth to come out you want to to be able to you know to have society be able to punish this guy for his horrific crime um, and if it was some illness and it was just that he was just so twisted and just didn't understand his actions or something uh, which i think it's going to be difficult to prove if that is true uh, you still want him out of out of you know out, out of, of circulation the yeah, out of circulation is a great way to put that
0: yeah uh, by the way yesterday it was chad littlefield's birthday first day of the trial happened to also coincide mm-hmm. with his birthday. He would have been thirty eight yesterday mm-hmm. just
1: and he yeah sad story, yeah, and he obviously you know because of how high profile Chris was, his story sort of gets lost. lost in the shuffle a little bit and and yeah. you know both of them are you know i mean it's
0: equally tragic
1: equally tragic it really is it's a hur- it really pisses me off to even talk about it me too I mean because me you too. know it 's just one of those things especially i mean and, and it makes it only worse to go watch the movie. When you 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 know you already had a, you already had a connection with this guy because he was so incredibly brave and did so many great things, and then you watch the movie and it's even more, and then to watch the end of the movie, which you know I'm, you know you know the story, so I'm not ruining anything, but it you know foreshadows that morning mm-hmm. essentially uh, you know what he, he shows him on that morning, uh, and it doesn't lead you.
0: To you
1: don't see what it. happened. You don't see what happened right. at the gun range, but you know, he's about to leave and what he's doing with yeah. his children and his wife, and She's he had finally turned things after around. After he had just and... come out
0: of the PTSD himself.
1: Oh, God, it's just, it's soul crushing.
0: It is. <laughs> it,
1: really, mm. it really is.
0: All right, good night, everyone. We yeah. can continue. We'll see That's ya. enough. Oh, man. Jeez. It is, it's is—it's—it's painful. Triple Eight, 727 back. So. I don't know. You know, you get the argument. Is anybody sane who murders other human beings? I don't think that's a sane act. No. Right. So there's some level of insanity. Pretty much all, unless it's just some moment of passion where you just snap for a second. Uh, but still, to, you know, but that snap, snap for a second, a second still, is a snap. Yeah, you right. snapped. So I mean, pretty much all murder seems to be some sort of uh, mental illness for at least a moment. So. I don't think you can go with that. I, it's, it's bogus in this guy's case, I think. And uh, he needs to go away forever. Into prison. Prison forever. That's, uh, that's my bottom line right there. Yeah. I mean, uh, unless They're not it's... even pursuing the death penalty. So no, that's not which even is a odd. consideration.
1: And, then, and to, to, to take the other side, I mean, we're talking about a news story here, to take the other side here for a second. You know, if he is a straight-out murderer, why aren't they? I don't know. I'm not uh, sure. You know, like, why not pursue it? Uh, And I guess there's probably some reason for it legally. Maybe it's
0: not premeditated um, enough. Maybe, you know, if he hadn't planned to kill them that day. I don't know. Maybe it was just a spur of the moment thing. I thought he did. I thought he he went into the gun range thing with the plan of killing him. Yeah, and I I didn't know that, you know, again,
1: we can go back and and find Mm. it. I didn't even know that that was necessarily up for debate. The question was, you know, is he so crazy he can't control his actions and such? And and that's another uh, separate question. You're right, obviously, Pat, you know. Either there's always some sort of insanity that goes into a case like this. I mean, you know, look, there's not a normal thing to kill another human being. Yeah. I mean, who's the guy who um, uh, tried to kill... Uh, the congresswoman in Arizona uh, that started up all the targeting is an evil word for you to say. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I want to say Adam Lanza, but he was the Connecticut guy. I
0: can't remember his um, name. But
1: anyway, he was a guy, and, and, and everyone's like, oh, you must have been a Tea Party guy. Sarah Palin told him to do it. And then you find out what he was obsessed of, largely, and he had something political. He wasn't particularly political, though. What he's obsessed with, largely, was grammar. And it's like, I... I mean, you're obsessed with grammar to the <laughs> point where you're going to go murder people? I don't know how. I mean, he may have Little planned weird. it. And, and obviously there's an element of insanity in all of these cases. However, there are some that are blatantly caused by something completely different. Like, yes. I, and, and I don't know if this one was one of those cases. I and mean, this is what they're going to start try to sort out. Yeah. Either way, it's a freaking infuriating.
3: Oh, it's
0: Abe's hey, birthday they hey. I not know that. Is hey, it? Abe. Happy birthday, Abe. So it's Abe's birthday, and then this week is also Washington's, right? And that's where they used to do President's Day, and now they open it up to all presidents. They're just, it's all. All of them. It's no one president that's being honored on any particular day anymore. No, it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a socialism approach. Equally good yeah. or equally bad, whatever. I mean, Buchanan is in there. James K. Polk is in there, as he should be, of course. We used to have James K. Polk Tuesdays. Uh, I shouldn't have mentioned that because now we're probably going to be bombarded with that again. Yeah. triple eight seven two seven back. beck All right. For the first time ever, this is exciting news. First quarter of the month. And keep in mind, the first quarter of the month started in October, or of the year, I mean. The fiscal year started October, and it runs through this month, or last, January. Uh, So, for the first time ever... Actual federal tax revenues topped $1 trillion. Yay! One they're taking trillion more dollars. more money from us than ever before. Okay, so that's the good news. Uh, the bad news is we still ran a $194 billion deficit.
2: <laughs> um, you, you didn't clap. Wow. When we, when yeah, we I didn't clap on that one.
1: You know why? Holding this paper with two hands. I can't. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, yeah I was we too, and were then I put it down. I know, we put yeah, it, I, it, I, it. I don't feel like. It doesn't, mm. doesn't feel right. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. In what way? As much as I appreciate our trillion dollars in tax revenue. Yeah. This is one of the things that actually um, uh, I I think every conservative has argued one point or another. And I don't remember who who made me think about it differently. I wish I could because it was such a great point, (laughs) which was um, we're always like, oh, well, we lower this tax. We're going to wind up getting even more revenue to the government and and it's going to wind up being uh, equal or even better. And we're going to have lower taxes. And I can't remember who it was, but pointed out uh, that. Uh, If your tax cut brings more money to the government, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. The point is not to fund the government more so they have Mm -hmm. more money to do more crap that we don't want. The point is we should be shrinking the size of government. And if you have a tax cut uh, and it's creating more revenue, have another tax cut. Mm -hmm. Continue to cut taxes until there's zero then. Because uh, it really isn't, um, that's not my goal. My goal is not to get more revenue to the government. I'm not excited about that at all.
0: Yeah, I I agree with that. However, in the current structure we're we're saddled with, it it is staggering to me that you make a trillion dollars in an October to January period, and you still are $194 billion short. That is kind of a problem for me. That's kind really. Of, we're going to have four trillion dollars in revenue this year, and we're we're still racking up massive deficits. You know what would solve this problem? Free community college. In what way would that
1: mm-hmm, solve the problem? Uh, hold on, if I
0: may, Jeffy. Educated populace will. Uh, no, no, uh, no. Uh, Think about it. Oh. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I hadn't thought about it like that mm-hmm. before. Jeffy knows what I'm talking about. I hadn't yeah. thought about it yeah. in the think about it way. <laughs> think until about it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh,
1: you know so. what else would help? Um, uh, let's say a government loan program that they misjudged the size of by over $20 billion. That
0: doesn't seem helpful. But think about you, it. You, okay. Now that you put it that way, mm-hmm. you're right. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right. Did you think about it yet? I'm thinking right now. Well, well, Did let me know, know when
1: it? you're done thinking about it, because then if you get the wrong
0: answer, think about it. Up until now, I hadn't thought about it in that think-about-it way, but now I'm thinking about it in that thought-about-it way. Mm-hmm. So um, right. uh, what about if you also think about the fact that we're running a $2 trillion program in uh, in healthcare right now? In and a think-about-it way? Yeah, in a think-about-it way, and, and you think about the money that's costing us as well. And then it it hits you. Well, yeah, that's even better. Then, (laughs) sort of. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Think Think about all of it. It's really we're we're in a bad situation right now. (laughs) We're in a bad situation. There's no way around it. You think about that. Uh, Oh boy! From the Washington Free Beacon, here's what I saw at the taxpayer-funded traveling romance novel exhibit. (laughs) (laughs) It's taxpayer-funded. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Why is there a taxpayer-funded traveling romance novel? Exhibit oh, Well, I actually read a, little, a lot about this.
1: There, Did no, you really? Yeah, think about it.
0: Okay. <laughs> wow.
1: Now, powerful, now how man. do you feel? That is
0: powerful. Now how do you feel? Uh, I feel better. Mm-hmm. Have you thought mm-hmm. about it? Yes. Okay. Well, don't think too much. Okay. Okay. Uh, what is love? Romance fiction in the digital age. The traveling exhibit to promote romance novels. Paid for by a $914,000 grant from the National Endowment of okay. Humanities. And was exposed in uh, Ted Coburn's, uh, Tom Coburn's 2013 Waste Book. And it made its way to the Library of Congress on Wednesday, just in time for Valentine's. Uh, Dozens of women had gathered to attend the conference, which featured panels on what belongs in the romance canon. And what science and history reveal about love. (laughs) This is important stuff. This is why we're $194 billion in debt. I mean, one of the reasons. Yeah. There's many, but this is one of them. That's great. When you when you have a society that is is
1: funding with all this money things like this, you just know that you're mm-hmm. not taking that seriously. Is it the reason why you're 194 billion dollars in debt for three months? No, no. but it is a but reason. It, is, it, it shows an attitude that indicates uh, that sort of mentality where you're not protecting the resources. You don't care. You do whatever you want. I mean, my position on art is that. The government has absolutely no role in it whatsoever other than stopping Jeffy from stealing mine. If I have art, Jeffy wants to steal it. Someone should step in and say, Jeffy, you can't steal that. Other than that, no role at all. People like art. We do not need to pay for art. Look at how much money people pay. $300 million for one painting. There's yeah. plenty of money being devoted to art in this freaking country. We mm. do not need to spend another dime. We go to, uh, um, uh, uh, you know, we send our, you know, we have our kids. At, like, Zach is in this little, like, nature camp thing he does uh, one day a week. And he goes for a couple of hours. And he goes and they goes and he does, you know, he sees animals and he does all this stuff. And they make little crafts and stuff. Like, my uh, daughter constantly wants to draw and she just wants to do it. She likes it. We buy her little coloring books, mm-hmm. things like that they do it because they want to do it and if you have a passion for art and it's something that you want to do there are ways you can do it you don't, you do not need to fund especially an adult doing art a child's program—you can argue maybe there's some validity there. I, I guess I don't. I still, I still promise you, if there was no art class, they just got rid of it completely. Let's just take it out of school completely. No art class. There would be plenty of people stepping up to fund <laughs> art, talented art students, so they can have art. You know why people like art? Yeah. I don't like your freaking art, probably, but I like movies. I like, uh, I like, uh, you know, uh, different, uh, you know, forms of art. I like reading. I like books. I don't really care about paintings. Not my thing. I don't care about sculptures, really, not my thing. However, it is a lot of people's thing, and if it's their thing, they can fund it.
0: Why do we have to fund it? Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense at all. Really well, doesn't. We
2: and, we aren't funding it. The government is.
0: Oh, <laughs> it's think about it.
2: Thank you yeah, for thank bringing you. that to the table. A great point. Okay, I mean, thank I don't you. Know you guys complain, complain. Thank you,
0: Jeffy. <laughs> uh, I like this too because uh, you know John Stewart is this important. There's a rich Obama donor, and he gives. His money only to Obama and the Democrat Party. Uh, he wrote some kind of groveling Facebook post imploring John Stewart to stay on the air. And he said he'd pay him $100 million a year to do it. $100 million And then he to deleted it. The oh, he did? And then he deleted then the he post. And then he deleted the post. Yeah. But Business Insider preserved it says uh, John Stewart stepping down as host of The Daily Show is paramount to Walter Cronkite stepping down from CBS News. No. No, it's not. Uh, He is to a generation the Oracle of Truth. Oh, my God. He himself does not claim that title. And Uh, he's awful, but he doesn't even claim that. I guess it's this guy. Yeah, this is Ross Levinson. Uh, What a moron he is. How did he make a dime in life? He is the Oracle of Truth? John Stewart... Is not a truth teller. He is not a truth teller. He's a freaking comedian. That's what he is. Yeah. He lies about a lot of, of things
1: to mock things, which is fine. I mean, and he mocks usually the things wow. you don't like, which that doesn't make you a truth teller. However, mocking things because you don't agree with them is not does not make you a truth teller. It just makes you a
0: comedian, which is what he is. He is complicated, a genius, and the best communicator of his generation. I, I for one will miss him nightly. A genius who needs like 30 people to write his show for him. That said, he has to do a new version of his show for this generation uh, the way he could and uh, the way it could and should be done direct to consumers. he could raise any amount of money he wants to blah blah blah. Uh, and then I'd pay him a hundred million a year to go direct and give him equity in his own version of what Viacom is today. Anyone with me? I'd love to
1: see uh, John Stewart try to do what we did here. I'd love yes. to see that because, you know, right. he does have, obviously, a pretty dedicated fan base. I would like to see how many people would actually pay ten bucks yeah. a month to watch him. Wouldn't
0: have to be that many when he's getting paid hundred million by this guy.
1: No, but yeah. But is this guy losing money in this venture? Um, I'd be curious. Now, obviously, yeah. like where, where we didn't have big funders stepping in and, and right. shoveling money onto us to do it. And he would, and he'd be able to advertise like crazy and bring in people that way, where we really didn't. I mean, we just basically did it internally, talked about it on mm-hmm. the show, did it on TV, talked about it on the web. it would be interesting to see. I would like to see, because a lot of people think it's really easy. I mean, WWE found out how difficult it is. I mean, WWE has a dedicated fan base, but uh, they're losing a fortune uh, in their in their Are they? Uh, their WWE channel thing because, it and it, it was part of part of their part yeah, of it just business it model. I mean, they yeah. they gave away a lot of the the pay-per-view programming that they used to charge for. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, so they you mm-hmm. know, but so that's part of it. But still, it's not easy to do that that little sweet spot that we've been able to find couple of others have been able to find. It's not easy to, to get there. And mm-hmm. everyone would, I think, assume that John Stewart would, you know, this would be cake for him if he wanted to do a, a direct-to-consumer model. It's not that easy. Uh, I'd be interested to see if he'd be able to pull it off. Because, I'd be I mean, interested,
0: too. He yeah. won't do it, because he doesn't and need he to. And he also do it. doesn't need to. He I doesn't mean, need
1: to. And, you know, yeah. uh, he's going to go make some movies, and, and good for him, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, he You know, go do your thing. Do what you want to do. Uh, I just don't particularly care too much
0: no i don't,
1: uh, don't care I don't what know. he does i don't care you could go open up a restaurant <laughs> uh, you
0: know i don't know go what kind what kind would you like him to open up a thai a thai restaurant would be thai nice rest. A thai, uh, that's, that's maybe, maybe my maybe cantonese. cantonese can we yeah, do something yeah, just
1: maybe a little cantonese it's a thai
0: cantonese kind of yeah place. like a fusion place yeah. yeah
1: you know that'd be nice all right yeah. also Tri- don't care
0: 888 <laughs> back more patents <laughs> stew coming up in where's case the, you do care
1: right yeah. where's the cantonese food we just talked about it Come on, there's got to be a Cantonese restaurant around here somewhere! Think about it! Think, think, think about it.
0: Eight seven two seven Beck eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Apparently, Stu has an important yes. important point to make about delicious food. Okay, these the Ballrex chips we got mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. These are awesome. By the it's way, really they are. Oh my gosh! Yeah, all that stuff people sent us was so good. So good. Um, also, and so these chips in particular,
1: they sent us chocolate covered pretzels as well. Now I'm not a pretzel guy, so I didn't so eat those. Hard. However, they also sent these, mm. which are chocolate covered um, potato chips. Ooh. Now, this is interesting oh, yeah. because do you remember eating chocolate-covered potato no. chips yesterday? Nope. I don't. Yet today I discovered them in another room,
0: <laughs> oh, which
1: has to happen to be uh, on Keith Malinak, our phone screener producer's desk. Wait, what? Which is odd because uh, they were hmm. sent to us. Right. But somehow they must have sent those to his desk mistakenly, uh, which is terrible. Oh. However, here's my one thing on these, And there, you see how many are left. Not a lot. Uh, there's, there's four. They must have been horrible. So I had to eat. They're really freaking good, and they have really good chocolate on it. But my one thing about these, about chocolate-covered potato chips, is there's an, a ratio problem, in that like if you have one of these, there's one chip in the middle, and it's delicious, and occasionally you get that saltiness, but the, the chocolate overwhelms it. Yeah. You
0: want to take well, I'm okay with that.
1: Yeah, no, it's uh, that's okay.
0: Chocolate can overwhelm. Oh, oh, they're no, stuck together. That's, no, that's two. Oh no. That's two. That's oh three. no. Why don't you eat those two? But, but now I don't have. Oh, don't you not have
1: no, to? No, I do. Okay, do. so, so do. my <laughs> point is, and I brought out the, the regular chips. Now, take that. Now, that's oh, just a that's lot great, of chocolate, man. But it's chocolate, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a great piece of chocolate with a little salt. <laughs> in the middle, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Totally overwhelmed. But I think if you fix it with a, ra- it's, it's a ratio problem, so mm-hmm. you fix mm-hmm. it with science, you kind of make it me. into a little sandwich. And mm-hmm. I don't know what yeah. the right oops, ratio is. But I'm willing to explore. I'm gonna explore yeah. the ratio here a little
2: bit. Those chips are good too. Very While nice. you're building oh, your st- those chips are really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah thank you, Keith. Thank While you. you're building mm-hmm. the, your sandwich, I'll tell you that I was looking at the other smaller bags of potato chips that that company sent in yesterday, mm-hmm. and they were like for a buck 19. Was was stamped on the bag. That's really a good price for those bags of chips. Oh, yeah. especially selling for these in the gourmet, specialty. I believe yeah. it's Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think it's like. It's like
1: five chips, maybe, because there's a lot of chocolate in this.
0: A lot. Something like five chips. You kind of go, because
1: you can see. Can and it's see a the dark middle?
0: chocolate. Um, yesterday yeah. on the pretzels was a mm. really high-quality, delicious milk chocolate. Mm. I highly recommend these.
1: I feel like Really it, good. Can you can you see? get a close-up of the chip in the middle there? Can you mm-hmm. see the chip in the middle of the chocolate? Of that? Is that possible? I don't know how uh, magically these cameras are. You have, have to been. get
0: pretty close to that.
1: Oh, um, there you go. Oh, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: There you go. See it? Yep. So you go like that, about five. Then you mm-hmm. pop that little sandwich in your mouth.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All Uh-oh. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Um, so my larger point mm-hmm. on that was? I really wanted to eat that, and I didn't want to wait for the next segment. Mm-hmm.
0: That was the larger point? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um 727 <laughs> as uh wisconsin governor scott walker has been making noise about his white house bid and now it looks like he's essentially i'd say the front runner pretty much in too it seems like i mean yeah he's, he's not denying it i'd say he's definitely in and he definitely looks like a if not a major at least a major contender he might actually be the 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 lead candidate yeah. right now he yeah might. i mean what, what are, are your, your other runner? options
1: what are your other options ted cruz yeah. mm-hmm. he hasn't, he hasn't an announced really yet. announced yet and he's not really making a lot of noise on it even though we kind of think he's going to run
0: mm-hmm.
1: jeb bush i mean i think a lot of people think he's too establishment romney's out um yeah. a lot of the other people have i mean the other one you would think maybe huckabee. to throw what huckabee.
2: Huckabee.
1: huckabee he's not doing anything and huckabee's actually announced right uh, he's. I think he's announced he's exploring it, which is essentially, to me, announcing. Announced. Or he. Le- I mean, the main thing with him was he. F- he left Fox.
2: Yeah.
1: You, know, you don't leave. You don't leave mm. Fox News. You know, if you're Mike Huckabee, unless. Uh... <laughs> I was going to say, some people do leave Fox News to go on to better, bigger and better things, yeah. but if you're Mike Huckabee, and let's mm. say you're running for president, you're not going anywhere else that's going to be better.
0: Um. <laughs> I don't think Mike's starting a cable network. new no. Or a, uh, an on-demand or, or a pay uh, online service. Yeah. I, I don't think he's doing any of that. Um, so definitely he's running for president. So there's a couple of guys who've basically all been announced, um, and of those, I've, I'd have to say he's the front runner. So... It's incumbent now upon the leftist media to take him apart, and they're trying to do that. Washington Post has this big article today about Scott Walker. And uh, it's all about lingering questions over his exit from college. What? I'm very
1: nervous about this. (laughs) Are you? Oh, my God. Yeah, they are, too. I I thought Scott Walker (laughs) was one of the top guys. And
0: then then you you heard this. Then you heard that during his senior year, springtime of his senior Mm -hmm. year. Thank you for saying that. He left college. Why? Uh, to take a job. Why, though? Because he had a job. What job? A good job. Yeah, but that he what, liked how good of a job? And, and if it was a job, mm-hmm. why won't he tell us what job it was? Well, I think they do know what job it was. I just don't, because they didn't put it in the article. Right, but, but my point, though, is mm-hmm. why is he
1: hiding it all, the, all this time? He hasn't
0: been. He's never hid his job.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the job, I- the job actually led to him uh, becoming governor of uh, Wisconsin. So it kind of right. worked out. You know what I mean? It kind of worked out. Yeah, and but he
1: started well, well, yeah,
0: yeah, he's governor. Okay. How many credits does he have? Not enough. Not to graduate, no. no. So there you go. <laughs> so there's the lingering mystery. Yeah, That's it in a nutshell. If that's the worst they can dig up, we might as well put this guy in office Just right now. Seriously, who has that kind of dirty laundry? He left college right before he graduated. And? Mm-hmm. So? And nothing. But he did leave college early. And there's a lingering mystery as to why. There's no mystery. (laughs) Go back because he was successful. Right, that's
1: the thing. College is designed to get you into a successful job. And it's contrary to popular belief. It's not an excuse to go, you know, make out with 19-year-olds. It's actually supposed to prepare you to till the rest for the rest of your life. And if you've Mm -hmm. already achieved um,
0: this, uh, why would you not? I had kind of a similar situation. I got into radio when I was in high school to earn enough money for college. And I, so I was going to earn my way into college. So you weren't like a radio No, I wasn't geek. I wasn't definitely going to make radio really? my career. Interesting. I mean, I liked it. I, I thought I wanted to do it, but I wasn't positive, And mm-hmm. so I wanted to go to college and hang out with my friends and do that and see where it led. Yep. Um, uh, so I got into radio. And by the time it was time to go to college after I graduated, I was already making pretty decent money. I had a bunch of money saved from the previous two years in my junior and senior year, and I thought, why don't I just keep doing this? I'm doing it pretty well. I'm making a living out of it. My friends are all in massive debt because they're going to college, whereas I have a lot in savings, and I am making more money than I probably
2: would (laughs) if I would be going to college. My other friends are actually, like, digging ditches.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's Lord. exactly what they were doing, digging ditches or, you know, uh, and schlepping stuff around a, around a a construction <laughs> site. Yes. That's uh, painting, homes. <laughs> and I'm doing radio, and I thought, I'm making a lot more than they are. I'm, I'm going to keep doing it. you actually enjoy doing. And I liked it. <laughs> and I loved it. Yeah. I mean, and I, so I just stuck with
1: that's it. That's the thing. Like, a lot of times you do things in your life to build for something else. And that's okay. I can tell you that uh, we had a conversation here um, uh, in the show's history. We were in Tampa. Uh, and uh, obviously we wanted to get the hell away from Jeffy at
0: the time. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so, no, we were not in Tampa. Wait, and, and so the show <laughs> goes from... You know, uh, number 18 to number one in Tampa. And so there's some attention that gets drawn to you when that occurs. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're trying to figure out what to do. um, And we have a couple of offers on the table because, you know, the contract at WFLA was coming up and they were trying to figure out what to do. One of the job offers was the job uh, that you probably know that we took which was with Premier Radio Networks, which is the way you hear the radio show every day, a syndicated job, uh, show where we would do uh, the show every day, and it would be on, you know, starting, I think we started on 40 stations or something. Um, and then the other job opportunity was at a major market station to do afternoons in Philadelphia. Uh, WPHT was the one we were looking at at that time. Um, and uh, I think it was afternoons. I can't remember. Anyway, it was a big job, mm-hmm. and, it, you know, it... And we were, I remember us going back and forth, and, uh, and the thought was at the time, well, no one becomes this you – know, you don't necessarily become, even though Rush Limbaugh did it this way, you don't become a Rush Limbaugh-sized – uh, talent, you, you, the, coming out of a small mar- smaller market like Tampa, the thought was you had to go and prove yourself at a big market first before the show would really explode across the country. Uh, you know, like Sean Hannity mm-hmm. essentially did. Mm-hmm. You know, here Hannity goes in there, he, you know, big in New York, and then he's all over the place. And at the time, we, were, we didn't know what was going to happen. And I remember thinking to myself, well, you go to a major market to prove yourself to get the contract that they're already offering us. So why don't we just take the, the syndication mm. deal with this great company, Premiere, and then hopefully, you know, maybe down the road, PHT will put us on as an affiliate, and we'll yeah. be on that station anyway, which is what happened at the time. And it's like it's the same thing with college. Like sometimes we get so, um, uh, so, like, you know, we had the recipe set yeah. in our minds. You go to college, you get, and then when you're done with college, you go and you get this good job. And it's like, well, sometimes if the good job jumps ahead. Uh, then take the freaking take good it. job. College will always be there. You know, it's never gonna, it's not gonna go away. Yeah, it's, college, it's available.
0: To me, college is a means to an end. Yes. If you already get to the end without the means, why do you need the Screw means? Screw
1: the means. Yeah. Uh, right.
0: Uh, we got more on the Scott Walker thing, and 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 he gets into evolution. We talked about a little bit uh, about this on on uh, radio. I, I want to show you the interview. It's pretty amazing, and we'll get to that coming up here. I'm too Chocolate potato chips. Yeah. Really simple. I wish you could. All right. Ohio. Oh, my god. Mm-hmm. Really good. Stu, before you, you know, we're just saying nice things about Scott Walker, but before you start getting too enamored with him, uh, wait, wait. don't. Yeah?
1: I was reading the article. We were talking about what job he took. Uh huh. And I think he said you know, they didn't mention the job. They didn't mention it until like paragraph 60. Yeah. Uh, but he took a job at the American Red Cross. <laughs> the guy. He left college to take a job at the American Red Cross, and they're painting this as a bad thing. Oh, Holy crap! Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt. That's great. This is this is here. Because I'm okay with the
0: American Red Cross, yeah, thing, but this is serious. Mm. You won't be now. You won't be now, because this buffoon, <laughs> this, this loser, oh, this yeah. science denier, this—I I, I don't meaner. know if he be does it. He... Go further. Go further. Uh, the rapist. This rapist. Th- th- thank you. Yeah. This murderer. <laughs> This uh, lunatic, rapist, murdering mm. bastard Yep, <laughs> denies science. Oh, no. The science, the proven fact of evolution, mm-hmm. the proven fact that is evolution, <laughs> the Big Bang Theory. I bet he even denies that, <laughs> even though... So do scientists now, but let's put, set that well, that's aside. Stupid, yeah. Okay, that's because mm, I don't know how to explain that one yet. Right. We'll but but fortunately, somebody in England was brave enough to ask <laughs> him his stance on evolution. Here's what happened.
2: <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I'll finish with a question that well, I always—it's almost a tradition now—to ask visiting you to 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 you? Republican, senior public. What do you even look at him, mm-hmm. uh, And and it's not about cheese, <laughs> and it's not about foreign affairs. Um, It's actually about evolution. Evolution? Are you comfortable with the idea of evolution? Why do you believe in it? Do you accept it? For me, I'm going to I'm going to punt on that one as well. No, that does you that, really? That, that that's, really? A, that's a question a politician shouldn't be involved in one way or the other, right? So I'm going to leave Is that the, up to um, you. And, but any and, British politician, right or left wing, would say would laugh and say, "Yes, of course, evolution's true." But uh, you, but you, to me, I, I said it's just one of those where I'm here to talk about trade, not not to t- pontificate that. Another issue I love the evolution of. Of, uh, of trade in Wisconsin, well, yeah. <laughs> and I'd yeah, like to film. see an even bigger evolution as well. Thank you very much. I to talk. I really you. appreciate. That could be Thank a problem you. for Scott, it, though, right?
0: Yeah, there. that's a problem because then you're like, okay, he wouldn't answer the evolution problem. He can't be president. He can't be president
1: now because I mean, obviously right? you know, there's a huge bill in front of Congress. If you don't know, right. That will repeal. It's the evolution. It's called the evolution, evolution. bill. Yep. yep. It will repeal and evolution completely. And so you need to have a. We would go back we would go to, to being monkeys. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. And so. And, uh, mm, and that's because it's you a key. can't have that.
1: This is why. I mean, I, I and I. So stupid. The debate is intellectually interesting. I understand why it happens and stuff. I just don't care. Honestly, yeah. I'm not even Neither all that interested in the outcome. Right. Is that? Uh, I mean, I, I know it, I, it's not the right thing for a talk show host
0: to say, mm-hmm. uh, I guess. But it's like I—I no, don't have to be fascinated by every yeah. topic, you don't right? Have exactly. To be. Thank you. Uh, you don't have to be. I'm going to—I'm going to give you a pass on that. I appreciate one, Stu. that. I just—it's like
1: you know, it, mm-hmm. it's—it's a—it's a dumb political wedge. So part of me, is, you know, you just don't even want to bother with it. It but might it's also be the dumbest <laughs> political. Well, wedge. Uh, this side of birth control, I think it is. Yeah.
0: That, well, there's a couple, and there some of them are related, like the evolution thing. And the how old is the Earth? Yeah,
1: hey, that's sh- another great uh, one. Shut Again, up. don't care.
0: Shut up. Don't care.
1: You know how old it's? Too, it's I don't know. I, I'll give you the date. Today, that's not the only one I care about. Well,
0: here's an interesting fact, because on the Big Bang Theory, how old's the u- universe? You used to say 13.8 billion. You're off by eternity. Yep. <laughs> You're way <laughs> off. <laughs> I'm closer when I say the Earth is 7,000 years old than you are to saying that the universe is 13.8 billion years old. Well, we don't know that for sure. We don't know that don't for know sure, that for but sure. I, it would be my guess. Okay. And I'm not, by the way, saying the Earth is 7,000 years old. The, so.
1: point, yeah, the point here, though, is that, like... You have this situation where they 're trying to put put you like the idea that you agree with evolution is a bizarre question in and of the of in and of itself whatever happened happened yeah uh, you, what, how do you believe it happened well if you 're a scientist and you go back and you've studied these things you 're you know archaeologist you 're a you 're a paleo uh, paleo guy you 're going back all mm-hmm. these not not the diet but the the study and you go back all these years and, and you 're looking at these things all the time, maybe you have a really formed opinion if you don 't If you don't delve into that, because I don't I don't feel like certainly there is something to learn from the study of evolution, whether it happened, how it happened. There is something to learn. I just don't need to learn it. You don't need to know everything. I don't need to know exactly how my freaking smartphone works. You know what? It works. Right. You know, I turn it on. I press the buttons and it does the things I want it to do. I don't know exactly how each circuit Mm -hmm. works. Obviously, somebody does. Yeah. But, I, but I, I don't need to know that. I don't, and it doesn't, it's, not, it's, not, it's not crucial uh, to I, the I, way my po- it would not form my, inform my policy in any way, and it does not inform my
0: faith in any way. I don't care. And the arrogance with which the question is asked it just drives me out of my mind. And any, any uh, uh, Britain, British politician, either right or left, would laugh at that and say, of course, I believe in evolution. Like I care? You're so. supposed to care about what British politicians say. That's why you guys are like number two or three or four in the world now. And we're number one. OK, because mm. our politicians aren't going to stoop to that yeah. stupid. Some yeah. of them would. Yeah. I mean, Barack be... Obama would be happy to say, of course, I believe in evolution. But, He'll do that for you.
1: You and you and, uh, in, in England, you should be uh, worried about what we say.
0: Yes, you should be worried exactly about. Wait, right. wait, American politicians wouldn't say that. We and should imitate them. You should be worried about where you can find a decent dentist. Why don't you oh, think about that, that for a while? Wow. Okay, we've gone to the dentist. Yeah, yes. Go find somebody who can do a little dental work for you. Aight. all right.
1: With a bunch of guys that have pieces of potato chips on their shirt. <laughs> this is going to happen. Deal We're with eating it. eating okay? it every break, and they keep getting honest, deal and I can't it. get them off. Okay? <laughs> right. So that's deal right. with it. You want to yeah. have a show where people don't have potato chips on their shirts, go to a different <laughs> network. Here, we are. this is honesty. I sell it as honesty.
0: 98% of the audience is like, yeah, okay, that's right. I do want to. Black show with people <laughs> without potato chips they so they apparently other lived two two in the nineteen seventies. I've athletes. got mine
1: too. They're up there actually <laughs> turning the dial on the TV. Uh, so remember those days? You probably don't. I do. I do remember that. Do. do you? Yeah, do yeah I do remember uh, the. Uh, we had a TV that did that. Yeah. In fact, until very recently, um, it was a TV that uh, me and my dad went back and forth for probably close to twenty years talking about because it was our TV that it's, it's all the pictures when I was a kid. And it's the TV that's there. And uh, he, uh, I would go and, you know, it was, I grew up watching this TV. It's where I can remember watching ESPN on it for the first time when it first came on the air when we got cable. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we had it this whole time. And my dad kept it this whole time. So one of those old console console TVs that, like, had a big wooden, like, cabinet around it. You had a console TV? I
2: I, I call it a console TV. I don't know. Uh, A lot of those TVs were, like, the the box with just the four legs on them. This one, it was was like, no, we actually had the actual console with the
1: stereo in it. It didn't have a stereo in it, but it had, like, a big wooden cabinet around it. No, that sounds like a console TV. Yeah, and so he had it forever, and... Every time I talked to him, literally every conversation I had with my dad for 15 years, at some point he'd bring up the TV. When are you going to take the TV? When are you going to take the TV? And, oh, really? you know, and I was always like, you know, ah, you know, I don't know, uh, you know, at some point just set, I'm like, set it down to me. I'm, I'll take it. I'll make room for it. Like we, this was the artifact of the family. And, uh, and so he, we walked through this whole thing all these times. And, uh, so after, uh, if you don't know, my dad passed away last year and after we, I go back to, to his house and I'm like, all right. I guess it's time, finally. Time for me to take the TV. He threw it out the week before.
0: Oh, you got to be kidding. He actually oh no, threw it out the week
1: before he died.
0: It's oh. the, I, I, literally,
1: my, my stepmother said it to me. I'm like, that's I, a heart-wrenching story. Thank oh you Oh, my that God. Literally cannot believe he's
0: just said that. I, I couldn't uh, even believe she said it. I can't believe it, it now. Because you would have taken it home, right? Oh, oh, I totally oh my God. I, I really, would treasured that. It,
1: it wasn't my um, lack of... Uh, like,
3: desire, to desire to
1: have. have it. it wasn't a game in which I said, I'm not going to take it, you keep it. It was always like, you know, yeah, how can I, how can I get it? It was like, the, I was totally into taking it at any time. And we just went back and forth. And, of course, typical guys, you just don't even think yeah. about, you know, you don't even think about doing it. And so, uh, like, so I, like, and even afterwards, I have to admit, I went uh, out and looked anyway. If, he, yeah. t- he cleared out his uh, his shed. The, week, the weekend before he died and took all the stuff and threw it in the dump and decided, brought, brought to the dump and actually decided to throw it out. And it was like, holy crap, it was like could the worst be, thing.
0: That's what However, could that, that have killed him? Uh, it's, well, it's possible. Cleaning I, out I his shed killed him. Kill him. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Um, but mm. it,
2: It's a sensitive it
0: question, though, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, it was very yeah, nice. So I'm, not right, quite.
2: I'm not cleaning out my shed this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I
1: know. Uh, but that was part of the part of the thing was I think he was in the middle of oh. kind of going through something where he was he was... Trying to clear his life out of a lot of things. Oh, so in a way, it's, I, I wound up coming to the point where it was okay, yeah. um, but it, it was still freaking hard. I mean, like that's, that's really hard. That
0: sort of stuff that gets to you, you know. But those, yeah. uh, I don't know how the hell we even got on that story. Um, um, we just did kind of the same thing. With, of course, my mom didn't offer it to me my whole life. But she had this, you know, we had this massive console TV. It was a Magnavox. And at one time, that was state-of-the-art. If you had a Magnavox, that was pretty special. And and it was American-made, so they were really good TVs. They weighed about 16,000 pounds. (laughs) They were the heaviest mothers on the face of the planet. They had their own gravity. That's how heavy and and how much mass these things had. The tube behind it was that big. Mm. You had to have it about that far from the wall. So anyway, we had this console uh thing and uh and it came with the uh you know the radio AM fM radio record player turntable turntable, and then the place for all your albums yeah. and it was it was a beautiful piece speakers of furniture of at the time speakers in the yeah. in the sides built in so it looked mm. it just looked like furniture It was really nice, and we just uh, the last time I was in Helena on the main streets uh, dodged enough gunfire to get to the house <laughs> yeah. And we actually finally threw that away. Really? So it's kind of it weird it that we, you yeah, know. threw it away. Those
2: are worth, worth
0: I, Maybe. I don't know, but she just wanted out of the house now. Because I mean, it, it just all shot there.
2: up in the front street of your mom's house? <laughs> yes. I mean, no, actually, terrific. we
0: took it to the uh, the landfill and, and dumped it there. So it's not... You mean
2: up. you actually you dodged going to the house and then you dodged yeah. again to yeah. go to the well, dump? Yeah, well,
0: of course we... We had an armored vehicle. Okay, so
2: no, you didn't include ooh, that yeah, part of the yeah. story. Now yeah, it makes sense. Of course, of course Mister wanted to be
0: braver than ever, Brian Williams. But, Thank you. Isn't it amazing how? Uh, I mean, it wasn't that long ago. You're not talking about hundreds of years ago when you'd go up and actually have to change the channel, yeah. physically at the television with the uh, oh, little yeah. knob there, yeah. And and now, now not you now you can't even do that. Like you can't even do it. If you want you to, can't. yeah. I know, I can't even, if when my remote hasn't been working or whatever, I'm like, I can't where's find the it? thing on the TV? Yeah. To... You can't even do and it. And you're going down the sides, yeah. and you're <laughs> trying to feel around, and you're like, there's nothing
1: here! That's one of those weird things, too. It's like, to make it look sleeker, you mm. took away all functionality from the actual device. <laughs> kind of weird. It's kind yeah. of weird. It's but kind of I weird. noticed that we had that in, uh, you know, like you have that we, we do those interviews on wonderful world of 2 where they bring in the they carry in the monitors yeah. and half the time like there is a button on that one and and but like it's like the only tv i know that still has a button on the side amazing i mean Watch. a lot of times they have them somewhere but they're not they're so they try it's to hard hide to get them to. To, yeah. Yeah, and you can't really see them because they're on the back of the tv somewhere
2: my, <laughs> yeah. my son has a tv that the xbox is hooked up to and uh, it's down here on the right hand side yeah. and I, and if you don't know where the remote is and you go oh i'll just use these <laughs> and then you hit the wrong button you could never get back to where it's supposed to be till you find the remote. Yes.
0: Right.
1: Out. Yep.
2: <laughs> yep. Yeah.
1: Believe me, I've gone through that as well.
0: The other part of that story that you mentioned was when you got cable finally. Yeah. I, I, oh sp- I remember that day. So, when we got cable for the first time and you went from amazing. two TV stations that came into Helena to, I think, 13 or 14. Yeah. Yeah. It and wasn't
2: even that many. You know, TBS, the But it stations. was,
0: you had TBS, you had maybe WGN. We got some of the Salt Lake City stations at that time, and it, it was like, it opened up your whole world. Yeah, yeah sure. the one we had, it was, like life. A, it
1: was like, you know, this sort of size, sure and it was, tsh, tsh, like, it was all, each each channel had a different button, <laughs> yeah. and to scan through the yeah. buttons, you had to go up and down like that, and then I remember my <laughs> cousin getting a really badass one where it had... It basically had three rows of buttons that you you switch with a nice switcher, yeah. so you go through th- up to thirty six channels. Ooh, and I remember like boy. pressing one, and then you'd have to switch to the second row
2: of buttons to get it. and It's like just like your grandparents with the <laughs> water. Who would buy bottled yeah. water? I could still hear. I could still hear my grandpa go. Who never want that many channels? And now. I,
0: I just went through my because te- I was curious. I I don't know how many channels we have, and I thought I'm just gonna keep going and see how many there are. <laughs> and there's obviously some duplication because some of them are HD and some of you them know. aren't. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going through it. I have like 1,400 stations on the on the system. I I had no idea uh, what about any of. I I don't think I've ever watched ninety nine point five percent of yeah, them this is
1: why you know again, obviously we're a cable on cable networks across the country um, and it's why it's an infuriating process. The vast majority of the, co- the the channels that are on your cable system, they know nobody watches. Right. They know it. They're usually crammed downs by larger stations. You do watch, like for, you know, yes. Universal owns a bunch of different stations. And so they, they make you take. So they'll those. say, well, if you want, I mean, uh, you know, or Viacom, if you mm-hmm. want MTV, you got to take MTV 19 and the Speed Channel and uh, d- d- the 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 Duck and other foul channel and every other. I think th- there is one of those. Duck and uh, it's to, and, and that's not <laughs> people who like. Ducks. It's actually for duck programming. There yeah. is a station actually uh, that's for dogs. Yeah, for, for dogs. For yeah. dogs.
2: This is why we. I'll tell you what. Your what house. you're making a case for now is net neutrality. No, no, we're
0: not.
1: No, we're no. exact
2: case for that. No. Our no, open, are just not enough. Free- no, it's <laughs>
3: just not enough.
0: If we can only have 1,400 stations, <laughs> it's just not enough. Do we have this? internet? Do we have net <laughs> neutrality in the, in the thing today in this last hour? No.
1: Let me give you this real quick. Then, since we're on it. I'm reading a, a story today about net neutrality, and, the, you know, typical, well, you know, Republicans are pushing back on net neutrality, uh, blah, 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 you know, I'm like, oh, okay, well, what are they doing? And they're talking about, like, you know, Ted Cruz has made statements and talking about how, you know, various uh, groups, are, there's the lawsuits now, mm-hmm. um, Ron Johnson's doing one, someone in the House, oh, wow. uh, Chaffetz, I think, is leading the one in the House, <laughs> the investigations on, hey, uh, how the hell did this happen? Why... Did the, Obama recommend something? And all of a sudden, you guys are doing the exact thing. You're supposed to be an independent oh, yeah. group. Why yeah. all of a sudden? Are you, so that's going on. And the other way they're fighting back? By proposing their own <laughs> net neutrality. <laughs> a different net neutrality. Oh that my net gosh. neutrality people, The Republicans Yes, are? yes. Uh, John Thune, who now, is now officially... Sadly, oh my God, dead to me. If yeah. this is true, uh, and again, I love the guy from when he beat uh, Tom Daschle. Uh, yeah. He was right. my favorite guy you in been, the world.
0: You've been, uh, I love You've him. been championing his cause well, for a long yeah. time. If you've noticed, although that's lately that's it's faded quite a bit, as with uh, everybody
1: else, yeah. just about. Uh huh. So Thune, though, <laughs> is apparently among a group that have, have proposed something that would look. We want to make sure that all internet data is tre- is treated <laughs> fairly. And all this stuff, and it's another, it's, Ugh, a, it's an, a Republican I alternative to neutrality. Again, the Repu- and they say this in the article, up until now, Republicans have been treating this as a solution in search of a problem, which it is. Right. Now, because I guess it looks popular or neutrality feels like a good word or something, there's now a Republican version coming I, of
0: it. I, oh, I'll those give, guys are idiots. Oh, it's so is infuriating. It, and Thune, Thune is the same guy, do you remember from um, uh, Arlen Specter's book? When he was, I was in the Senate bathhouse and John Thune came in naked. He had the body of a Greek god. That's right. Ah. I instantly wanted to make mad, passionate laughter. So we. Remember that? Yes. So sick. It's like Ah. he describes John Thune as some, you know, hot, incredible body guy. See? Yeah. Okay, Alan. That's a little more than we wanted to know about you or John Thune or your fantasies about him. Okay. Triple Eight Seven Two Seven. Beck. I really, I'm kind of intrigued by this uh, Ed Schultz story. Apparently, he begged at one point to be on Fox News. Uh, that's
1: not a surprise. Yeah,
0: it's not a surprise. Uh, but it's just kind of interesting yeah, because, of course, Fox News to him is now the devil, uh, and it is because he's jealous that they actually have people watching their network and he does not. Um, when, but when he was just, uh, on radio, uh, seeking fame and fortune, he sang a different tune than he does now about Fox news. His business partner, business partner asked Ailes to please, pretty please give Ed his own Fox news show. Uh, in 2008, uh, Queen, I guess that's the name of his business partner and Schultz allegedly entered a partnership to get him, uh, his own TV show. Queen claims Schultz emailed him. That any TV deal deal will obviously involve you. Besides Fox, Queen hawked uh, Schultz to CNN, NBC, MSNBC, uh, and others. Griffin, uh, at first, said no thank you, which was probably the right decision. But then he approached Schultz directly and did, in fact, sign him to the Ed Show, which launched... I didn't realize this. It's only been on since 2009. Uh, of course, that's, what, six years now, uh, almost. Uh, and all his partner got in return from, uh, from Schultz, was $11,500. Well,
2: he did take a little hiatus <laughs> for the family. Ed did. Ed did? Yeah, remember when he uh, went back to uh, back to weekends? When he got promoted? To promotion right.
1: yeah, for the family. That's I right. would call it a hiatus. That's what threw us. Well, so you, you, yeah. When he got promoted yeah, to weekends. He was promoted.
0: Saying? Yeah, remember? It was huge promotion to weekends. Huge promotion. This guy got. When they said, hey, we need somebody to do uh, weekends, He his hand He's shot the First, first one. First one. Like, well, I, I want that. I want that. Nobody else is taking that from me. I want weekends. And if you could maybe put me on overnight, too, like midnight to 6 in the morning, that would be great. Because that's what everybody's watching. And, uh, and he got it. Mm. Somehow he got it. Yeah. They caved, and he got it. We have the actual picture of
1: the letter. Uh, that they're talking about in here. Here it is. Oh, there it is. Uh, dear uh, Mr. Ailes, the Ed Schultz radio program is the number one progressive progressive talker in the nation. Broadcast three hours Monday through Friday now on over 100 stations nationwide, including nine of the ten markets, uh, top ten U.S. This is all bull crap, by the way. Yeah, yes, as well is, as the sure. uh, three uh, provinces in Canada. I'm sure that's really great. Latest affiliate uh, was WWRL in New York, which you know that station because, uh, no, you don't. Ed is also heard on XM as well as uh, Sirius and podcast. Ed Schultz would like to bring his considerable talents to Fox News Channel, preferably in Washington. The presidential candidates, luminaries of the Hill, and among many, are frequent guests on the radio program and would be ideal for his television program. He would be a great in Washington and, a, and a great on Fox News Channel. Schultz already has a huge, in capital letters, a hit on the various TV networks as he's made more than 90 guest appearances in the past year on Fox, CNN, MSNBC, etc., uh, with millions of listeners on his radio network oh. again even close <laughs> millions of listeners of his ra- no i mean if you that add was it never up true. if if you count each individual as a new listener every time they tune in uh, <laughs> maybe um, with a million uh, millions of listeners on the radio network, he could promote all Fox programs and all hosts at zero co- cost cost to Fox. I like how he's introducing this. This yeah, uh, he's got Sean Hannity on the air. It's like they have no idea how this concept would work. <laughs> uh, his many years as a television sportscaster, including NFL play by play for the Minnesota Vikings. I now hate the Minnesota Vikings. He is a uh, natural in front of the camera. No, oh, he's not. is he ever? Uh, is he's he horrible. ever? Enclosed mm. with a promotional material attached. Please note the DVD is some of his more recent... Some network is sure to sign this former All-American quarterback, either such as a commentator or a show host. Wasn't really Fox. an
0: All-American quarterback? Ed Schultz was an he All-American. Was a he, was a talented, uh,
1: he was apparently a, a pretty talented football guy. And, you know, I mean, wow. being t- pretty talented at something is not... I mean, I wouldn't have thought that was coming. No, I wouldn't uh, From about Ed Schultz. I so... Uh, that's pretty good. Uh,
0: he is not talented at anything we've seen him do. But... Which is why you don't see him today on the Fox television
1: network. No, and obviously, right. I mean, yeah. first of all, no, no, Ed Schultz, even if he was a talented person, and some of those things about his show were true, mm-hmm. uh, he still would not fit on the Fox News channel. I mean, no. it would makes no sense, no, no. Alec Holmes even didn't fit on the Fox News channel. Right. Um, you know, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. You know, I guess, you know, look, you put liberals on and Fox does it a lot. I mean, they put liberals on all the time. To me, they're infuriating segments. I know what the left is going to say about this stuff. I've heard their arguments a million times. I don't need it anymore. Blah, blah, blah. I'd rather see trying to find smarter approaches from conservatives, libertarians, other people who actually make sense talking it out rather than just hearing... Mr. Left Guy going at Mr. Right Guy. I get no value out of that. Yeah. I get nothing
0: out of no that. No question. Triple Eight Seven Two Seven Beck. More patents do uh coming up. This time, we're, we're pissed. pissed off. I'm not sure why. We were happy last just, time. We were really happy. And then somehow during the break, we got really pissed. And, uh, but now we're back. And this time we're, we're pissed we're off. We're pissed off.
1: You know why we're pissed off? If I may, Pat? You may. Uh, Al Sharpton still works at MSNBC. Okay. Um, and he's not been suspended for six months like Brian Williams, who told a much smaller, much less uh, hurtful lie than Al Sharpton has told many, many times. Mm-hmm. Like such as accusing a bunch of police officers of rape, about accusing a bunch of college students of rape, um, various other lies about policy, obviously, and then oh. add on to that the fact that he doesn't pay any taxes, that he lied about. And,
0: uh, <laughs> what was gun. It, the stat you uh, gave us this morning on the radio show? Uh,
1: well, it's a tough stat to understand. Um, and it's going to make you, you're going to need to really get your head in the right, way the business world works. dig into it as, as much yeah, as you so can. Let me unpack this for you yep, a little bit.
0: You. Um, unbundle or unpack. Un-
1: unbundle it. or unpack that this point seems to point be the here. new catchphrase. Um, so there, um, Al Sharpton has, has started a bunch of uh, for-profit entities uh, okay. over the years uh, right. in various different with states so and jurisdictions. I'm with you. Um, and and, and, and um, all of them um, have been shut down for uh, not paying taxes.
0: No, I, you lost me now. <laughs> now I don't understand. Uh, I
1: don't is, understand. Let, me, let me see if I can. Um, every single for-profit entity that
0: Al Sharpton has ever started, uh-huh has been closed. Oh. Okay, now wait. Due in. to not hold paying. taxes. Okay, ten- he started he started he started businesses. Started them that w- that were for profit. So he right. was going he was going to derive make some sort of money, monetary gain mm-hmm. from them. And they opened. They and, did then, open. and they did open yeah. and he did and, do some
1: business. Yep, yeah, and then
0: they did did close.
1: I'm after, just not afterwards. I'm not clear on that part. But what the do you mean? Well, the reason they closed is because the states they were located in right. closed them because he didn't pay any taxes. How, how is that not huge?
0: How did about uh, every how many times has this happened? I, don't know, I didn't
1: have the whole I mean it's a four page article National Review is the source of it uh,
2: and they went I through all the tax filings. It. I love the headline though is every sharpton business known. Yes, it's true. They did they did give that qualifier. Jeez. Everyone it's
1: possible he has uh, entities they didn't know about.
0: So every business we know about and we don't know how many businesses there are, though, right, at this point. Oh. Do you know, It's Jeffy, a long article. I mean, it's, it's it, you, know, you know, typical web article is going to be one page. This is actually where, where you've
1: got to click two, three, four for the pages. It's, like, wow. fairly long. I did skim through it and pick out at least three
0: or four that I saw. But, th- but there's, there could be more than unbelievable. that. Unbelievable. Yeah. And this is Mr. Raise Taxes on the Rich. Guy, mm-hmm. and he can't pay his own? Don't
1: avoid tax. I would like, we should look oh, wow. for an Al Sharpton clip where he's criticizing these companies who, who keep their taxes. money overseas and stuff yeah. like that. I'm sure he's done segments on that. And, and and it's not only because he didn't pay taxes, which is obviously really, really bad, he also opened up one, at least one of these corporations in Delaware. And you open up corp, corp, corporations in Delaware is because their rules are a little bit different. Um, you don't have to report as much, the tax uh, consequences are different. A lot of people do open and and incorporate in Delaware because it has friendly business practices. Well, what you're doing is you're crossing borders to get friendlier business uh, uh, regulations, which is the exact type of thing he criticizes people about all the time. Something else. He is the Uh, worst. Um, Smoking Gun isn't even going there, though. What Smoking Gun is is saying is, uh, what about Reverend uh, Al Sharpton's suspension? Uh, They are saying that uh, in the wake of last year's lengthy Smoking Gun report, about Sharpton's secret work as a paid FBI mafia informant. (laughs) The MSNBC host sought to blunt the story's disclosures with a series of lies told at a pair of press conferences on his nightly Politics Nation program and in a report on Williams' own NBC Nightly News show. Amazing. Sharpton cast himself as a victim who first ran into the FBI's warm embrace when a scary gangster purportedly threatened his life. He was an American citizen with every right to call law enforcement for protection, he told his audience. His sole motivation was to try to protect myself and others. He needed the FBI's help, he claimed, because his relentless advocacy on behalf of African-American concert promoters had angered mm-hmm. wise guys with hooks in the music business. Mm-hmm. These claims, broadcast by NBC Universal, were demonstrably false. Sharpton was again lying about when, Mm. how, and why he became a government informant. The historical rewrite was intended to cast his cooperation in the most favorable, even heroic, light possible. The true story, however, was uh, grimier and far less commendable. He was once an organized crime associate who got caught up in an FBI sting and then immediately agreed to join Team America to stay out of prison. The street-smart preacher's decision to become an informant was born out of the fear and a desire for self-preservation, a calculus not unique when someone is cornered by men with badges. Um, so he lied about that, and is he going to get suspended over it? No. No, he's not. Why would you... I mean, seriously, all, and I mean this, not even... I know we all would say, well, there's a political reason for this, but is there? Why
0: would you protect Al Sharpton and not... Brian Williams. I'd much rather have Brian Williams. At least he's good. And you would think NBC would as well, because uh, Brian Williams actually gets up ratings. Yeah. He's number one. Sharpton does nothing. Sharpton just sucks. First of all, he can't even read. He can't even read. Cannot read. And he can't deliver a line. And he's not good. He's not honest. It's as if he's learning to read in front of America. It is. It is. Um, and so and, and he doesn't have any ratings. Nobody's watching the no show so I, I don't know why protect him over I think the Ryan re- Williams. The reason truly is is that Al Sharpton
1: is not a television host, he's an insurance policy. Yeah. He's an insurance policy against racism.
0: Probably true. Um,
1: you know, they know that if they fire him, he's going to be out there protesting and mm-hmm. calling them racist. He kn- they know that if there's a big story, they've got him on staff to defend them, and defend the network if yep. something like that goes down. It's partially paying penance for, you know, Don Imus making a joke a million years ago. Uh, you know, it's it's this thing. They're, they're, it's protection. It's yep. funny because he was involved with the mafia, and now people is are again. paying him protection.
0: He is again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. alright Eight Seven Two Seven back. 888-727-BECK. We got this great story about a Chinese immigrant who is very outspoken about what's going on in America with Common Core, with government programs, with a lot of things. Uh, we'll show you what she has to say because... You know, it, it is those people who have endured communism who understand it and are trying to ring the bell here, and nobody's, nobody's listening. Uh, hopefully you will. Come up.
1: You know what? No, I'm not going
0: no, to. You're no, you're not going to. I refuse right.
1: to listen, because Common Core, right. I mean, look, it's their standards.
0: You don't want like standards? They're uniform what? standards.
1: You want these What's... homeschoolers or something? I mean, <laughs> 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 That's a good Oh, hi. So uh, Pat uh, doesn't like, I guess, our education system thinks we should all have little huts at our own houses where people learn the math or whatever. So go ahead with your hatred of
0: Common Core. That is sure. really weird, because that's exactly what I'm hey, proposing. Hey, everybody, maybe we should exactly all have our parents teach us things. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I'm What I'm proposing. Uh, hey, little everybody, huts. maybe the government shouldn't be in control of your children for three-quarters
1: of their awake time. <laughs> <laughs> <Ludicrous>. <laughs> is that stupid? Oh, or what? oh my gosh, know. what an I idiot. Know, right.
0: I like the Amish. I really am. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Pretty much Pretty much. Yeah, turn your cell phones off, everybody.
1: You know, turn your cell phones Uh off. And and, and apparently, don't turn all your children over to the state for most of the day. Another good word for me, (laughs) Luddite.
0: Yes! (laughs) I don't even... A lot of people don't even know what that is, but it's a person who doesn't like technology. All right? You loathe technology. Well, I went to public school, so I have no idea what it is. Okay. Um here's a chinese immigrant now why is this important to to me it's because we don't often listen to the people who've experienced this stuff and whether it's a cuban immigrant and refugee or a chinese immigrant or you know somebody from southeast asia who's been through this they've lived through it or the former soviet union so many of these people come here and start ringing the bell and saying hey i came here for a reason this is a great country what are you doing Why don't you look around at what's going on? I've experienced this before. We should listen to these guys because we've, as Americans, we've never been in this position. We haven't had to deal with it. They have. Here's a Chinese immigrant. Uh, She's Chinese-American, Lily Tang Williams. And she says she's afraid of uh, America's Common Core education system because it reminds her of a communist education. Here she is. My name is uh, Lily
3: Tang Williams. I am a Chinese immigrant with three children, living in Colorado. I have uh, the youngest daughter, 15 years old, uh, who is a high school sophomore student in a local public school. I'm here to tell you, Common Core really scares me. It reminded me, the communist education I had in China, growing up under Mao's regime. Mm. When I was in school, starting first grade, we will chant every day. Long live Chiang Mao, long live Communist Party. And we had the nationalized controlled education by our government. Nationalized curriculum and nationalized standards. Our parents have no choice when it comes to what we are learning. There are no parental rights.
0: Now what a lot of people would say about that is good. Look at how far ahead the Chinese are in education. Look how smart those kids are. Look how well they do. Um, I'm not one of those people. I don't want uh I don't want chance of Chairman Mao or uh, Chairman Obama or any of that kind of stuff. And the national see the par- the problem with the national uh, directed education is it's it's too far away from where our founders oh, Are you mixing drinks over there, Jeff <laughs> What the hell, the hell are you are doing? You doing? Why? What are you doing? We're glasses clinking. Are you mixing drinks? Yes. Are you, are you yes. got a bartending service going on? I'm sorry. He's <laughs> got he's got the ice clinking in the glass, and, and the heavy breathing of course. Heavy breathing. Here's Darth Vader over
3: there? Where's the vermouth? <laughs> <laughs> Did you
1: know it was vermouth? It is vermouth? Wow. You know? That does not surprise me.
0: <laughs> Jeffy drinks vermouth every day. <laughs> All right. I forget what I was saying now, but here she here's more of uh, Lily.
3: The government also used a household registration system and a personnel file to keep track each citizen right. in China. Yeah. I had a student file. Mm-hmm. And This picture of me in middle school in Red Guard uniform She's a cute little girl. is a picture they keep in my student file for eighth grade. Mm-hmm. The file will document all the details about you as a person, as a student, and your family, where you live, your political class, what kind of grades, what kind of behaviors, and awards you get, punishments, any disparate actions against you political incorrect behaviors, speeches, and, uh, this is all of course, common course, required. that uh, they also put some teacher's opinion, recommendations there. Neither my parents nor I ever saw those files. And those files follow me and follow all other kids from first grade all the way to college, and then to our future jobs until you die. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, this is exactly what Common Core is doing. They're keeping track of your religious affiliation, your political affiliations, uh, all of your grades, all of what has been said about you, and they're they're tracking all this through the the data mining that they're they're doing. Um, because you know that's first of all, it's for your own protection. They mm. just it's, this is for you because they want to serve you best. They want to find out about your background and are you doing okay in your life? And do we need to provide you with? lunch and dinner and breakfast at school because what what are your what is your background what's your economic situation all of these things are for your own protection we're not doing this for for government tracking or or for uh, major corporations even though they are but it's all for your own good well we what do you think the excuse was in china they probably didn't have to use one because uh, they were too oppressive but uh, this is what's going on with common core mm-hmm. and the data mining thing
1: yeah, and now the, she also goes off on uh, standardized tests, which is a big uh, point of contention for you know, a lot of our audience. I know Pat, uh, uh, Glenn, uh, Jeffy doesn't like things where you have to write words. There's a lot of uh, you know different problems with it. Yeah. Uh, here is uh, this uh, Lily Tang Williams talking about uh, testing. Yeah.
3: We are doing common core because we want our system to be like China. Chinese children test very high, which Mm. is true. But they are trained to be test takers, Mm. not to be critical thinkers. So Mm. why we want to be like China? Because if you look at how many Nobel Prize winners from China, educational system, zero. While U.S. is ranked as number one for Nobel Prize winners Mm. in Terms of medicine and science.
1: Interesting point. So oh, do not
3: point. just think task scores matter It's everything. That kind of system actually suppresses free mind. It kills innovation. Really it kills the joys of learning, and there's no creativity. And it make our teachers become test givers. Make our students become a robot test takers. They are taught to conform, to follow, and they are not going to challenge authority, you
0: know, when they grow up. Uh, and that's something that she brings up a really uh, excellent point there, because it's something that we don't think about a lot. Do the Chinese students perform well uh, in, uh, in national comparison testing scores and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, they do. First of all, there's a couple of different things, though. They only use students from Shanghai, which are their highest performing students. They're, they're not the rural students they're, it's not a diverse group. Mm. It's just their highest, the best learners in the that. best schools. So, th- so it's not a fair comparison to begin with. But the other thing is, when you see what they grow up and do with their lives and what China has done compared to what we've done, I mean, what the hell? We're, we're doing exceedingly well yeah. because of the freedom we have. We've, we developed them to be critical thinkers, it was her point, not to be test takers. Yeah. And it's worked.
1: It's a, it's a system that's worked. I feel like there's a line there, and I, I think I'm in the minority of the audience, um, when I, w- my opinion on, on sort of standardized testing is not quite as negative as I think most people's is. and, and Because I, I feel like there's a line between making robots, which obviously none of us want. Um, and mm-hmm. I don't know, that sort of like free-flowing, you never get tested, you never get... Um, uh, you never are asked to complete a task it's like this idea that you you know you want to keep this everything open because it could lead to something which is positive positive. and i think we're all in that area I don't, i'm not saying that you would be opposed to uh, any test obviously you're not um but like i some of that i i do like i i, I don't want it to come from the government I have no 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 need for that, but there I, I don't mind having a test that everyone takes, and you kind of see how. Oh, no, how you, you have to test. I think you need that. You have to, um, and so I don't necessarily mind standardized mm. testing. It's just that I think you can get carried away with it, yeah. and, and that's probably what we're all talking about here.
0: Yes. Now here, uh, Lily calls out uh, some of the supporters of Common Core. Um, for instance, Barack Obama and Jeb Bush.
3: And I thought I came to this country for freedom. And for the individual rights and liberty, and to be left alone by the government. But now, how can I let my child go through the same thing I went through in China? So, Mr. President Obama, Mr. Mm-hmm. Gates, and Mr. Jeb Bush, you are pushing for a common core. Can you convince me to go through, through this again in this country? Because a common call remind me of the communist call I had in China. Why should I let my child to go through this again? Hmm. Remember the famous saying by Abraham Lincoln? He said the philosophy of the schoolroom today will be the philosophy for the government, next generation. If we really want this country to remain, to be land of the free, home of the brave, then we need to stop common Core.
0: I like it. I like her. Yep. I like what she's saying. She, she brings up some good points. I don't like how she's
1: attacking Jeb Bush, though. Um, I just well, he's a fan. Republican. You I mean, can't have that. He's a Republican, that. and I'm a you huge can't fan of him. I mean, yeah.
0: this guy, you know, he's... Um, All the Bush family. The Bush family are... Exactly. Just, you know, I, I love uh, George. I love Jeb. I love Tito, Marlon, Jermaine, the whole like group. the whole group. group. Yeah. whole group of them. Um, I wish Tito would run for something. Yeah, I'd vote for him. If you just give me a chance, you know. Uh, I was listening to. I think it was. Uh... <laughs> I'm not sure. I'd vote for Marlon. Oh, I'd vote for Marlon. Would you?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, Jermaine. Okay. I would not. Uh, Jermaine. I would like him to be appointed to a role, which I was. Well, it do what you would. do. Is yeah. that what? Is <laughs> what that what it? pissed you off? Yeah, yeah. That was that. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I was listening to Fox News a little bit last night, and they were talking about. Um, they had a. I think it was about Brett Fair's show, and they had a little one of those little panels that they do mm-hmm. with you know Kay Ham as you talk to him. Mm-hmm. I talk about him, and mm-hmm. uh, George Will was on there, and they're talking about. Jeb Bush and Common Core, and they played a clip from Bush, and he was he was saying like, "Look, you know, uh, we're, I'm not talking about government running things. I'm talking about you know, look, do we want some standards? Yeah, but I mean, everyone needs to come up with their own standards. It's got nothing to do with the federal government. This is everybody coming up with their own standards." And he's doing that sort of that sort of dance. And um, uh, uh, I think it was George Will said, "Look, there's two separate questions here. One is do we want standards, and two is um, do we want the government to be handling them? And he's like, I don't care if Aristotle wrote the standards. It's not who writes this. It's not, it's not uh, how good or bad the standards are. That's, that's a minor point in this. The point is who's controlling them? It's the, and that is my point, too. Like We, we mm-hmm. run a lot of stories on The Blaze, and they're great stories where you'll find a ridiculous thing that comes from Common Core, a horrible test question, a ridiculous assignment, this math problem that looks inexplicable, and that's part of it. But in reality, the bigger complaint is not what they're teaching your kid. It's uh, who is in control of teaching your kids. And I think, you know, honestly, we probably all had assignments, even when school was not as controlled by the, by the government or the federal government in particular, we're, that were stupid and there were dumb lessons and things that didn't work out well. But it was as local as it can possibly be, and that's what we're asking for. It's not a, an opposition to standards. Of course we want standards. We don't want math to be taught in some other weird way. But, I mean, th- that stuff can be handled on a local level. It doesn't, you don't need a giant program like Common Core. Mm-hmm. You don't. And, you know, Gates wants it, Jeb Bush wants it, Barack Obama wants it. Um, but, I mean, I really think the American people at this point uh, don't want it. And you can see the Republicans don't want it by the way Jeb Bush is talking about it. He's not even saying it anymore. Now it's just like, well, we want. To, we like education. Sure like education. I've fought for education. Well, yeah, you fought for education, but under what format? Um, and, you know, uh, you know, I think it was Will who pointed out that in Florida, Jeb Bush did a lot of really good things for education. He pushed for school vouchers. He tried to do more I like charter that. schools. I mean, okay. he, he moved things in the right direction. Right. I know you're not a huge charter school fan, but it's better yeah. than the regular freaking public yeah. schools. He tried to move the needle a little bit and did some great things. He's gone off the rails with this one. Yes. And, you know, he deserves to get beat up about that. I think he got sucked
2: in. Right. I mean, they got sucked. A lot of lot of people got. A lot of people got sucked in over Common Core, including yeah. people who were really conservative.
0: And uh, and I don't have a problem with that. But once you get sucked in, and then you see the facts, uh, shouldn't you be sucked back out?
2: And unless you yeah. took the money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you know, uh, speaking Huckabee, of money, speaking you know, you bring on.
0: Gates into this discussion. Yeah, that's right. And, where did
2: they start? Florida was one of the first places he was throwing money. Around.
0: And the freaking guy has thrown over a billion dollars at this thing. There, there must be some reason he's this committed to it. Yeah.
1: And, and, yeah, and you know what? Common Core is a great example of what happens when you don't have principles. And Bush yeah. was responsible for this as well, uh, and not just Jeb, but George W. And that, like, you, you, no child left behind is one. Sucked. That's a good. That's a good. It's a good element of that. Mm-hmm. It what the principle that you should have is local control of education, smaller government control, right? Right. George, Jeb Bush or George Bush said the reason, the thing I don't like about education is no one's held accountable, and these schools constantly fail. Instead of sticking with his principle of we need smaller education, he said, look, we're not going to get government out of this right now. What we need to do is just make it a little bit better by making people responsible to the tests. Well, if you're going to have a big government federal policy, No Child Left Behind isn't a terrible one. I mean, if you're going to have the federal government control it, there's there's some things in, in No Child Left Behind to actually like. I mean, it, it does hold mm. uh, classes class, classrooms accountable a little bit. There's things that there are penalties if you don't teach your kids uh, th- certain things and blah, 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 blah. But the idea is you've broken a principle to get there. Yeah. And so you might like some of the outcomes, you might like some of the things that happen with it, but the principle is wrong. And and that is what I think so many Republicans in particular get caught up in when they go to Washington. They think, okay, I want to do these things and make these things better, and the way I'll do that is make government smaller. Then they get to Washington and they say, Well, we're never gonna make government smaller, so I might as well make it better and bigger. And you know, this happens over and over again. What you said. What
0: I said. Triple eight seven two seven back, more patents too coming up.
1: Mike you know, he's nailed it. I mean, he's, he's a good guy. Yeah, when he, he said, it. hey, don't back off, uh,
0: Common Core just
1: changed the name. Or when he said, that Common Core uh, standards are very close to my heart. Love that. That's when I that liked was it. really yeah, good. He's
0: great. He's good. He's good. Uh, the uh, Blaze is doing a kind of a fun Valentine's Day poll. If you want to stop by and take take the little poll, uh, best romantic movie of all time. Their candidates are Casablanca, which I, I don't in particular like. I, I'm not sure if I've ever seen that movie all the way through. Have you? Uh, probably not. You ever seen Casablanca all the way through? You have.
2: You might want to oh, turn you on your microphone. Hey, if hey, you you turn, your microphone, turn so your microphone on for the conversation? I shut it off because I was busy mixing drinks earlier. Oh, okay. <laughs> I had it on. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Cast a
1: Blanket, now that came out when you were, what, 60, when you first retired.
2: Yeah, so I figured, why not? Let's go see it. <laughs> okay. I mean, why don't we saw it downtown in the theater? It was on for a week. Um, yeah, I saw it all the way through. I don't, it's been a long time, though. Do you like so it? Like, eh, yeah. It doesn't, it's I, a classic, obviously. Yeah, but yeah, I, you it's, know. Know. it's a classic now because they say it's a classic. But right. That's watch, right, yeah. like, ah, right. Sure the Notebook? Is. Yes. That's a little of my movie. speed. I love that. Movie. I mean, it's I a great. Cra- it.
1: It's a great one. It's. It's a that little, t- it's a little too much of a so.
0: tearjerker for. I don't know if it's romance. It is. I, I, it's, it's really. Oh, that's one of the great romances sure of all is. time. I think. I think that's a great story. You want and to watch it on totally Valentine's Day? Devoted, huh? You want to watch that on Valentine's Day? I, mean, it's a, it's I a, wouldn't because my wife has never seen the movie and will not see the movie. Why? not? Why? She just doesn't like to. Get into movies that make her cry.
1: It's so, a very, it's a tearjerker. That's
2: it one. That's, it's it's very difficult to, say, to hey, not. It's not going to make yeah. you cry. It's going to prove how much I love you because yeah. I love you. Like uh, I've I
0: tried to believe me. I've tried every which way to convince her to see that. Hey, Ghost. I think it's a great movie. Yeah. L- always loved Ghost. Yeah. Uh, Sleepless in Seattle is a good movie, but not right. terribly romantic. I don't think. You've got Mail. Ah. Same thing. An officer and a gentleman. Yeah, I like it. It's a good no, movie. know yeah, where else to go. Yeah. Yeah, over Titanic. Titanic's pretty, uh, good. pretty good I, I don't I, I guess I, uh,
2: Fifty First Dates is more of a comedy than yeah. romance although yeah. a darn good movie it's a good movie uh, but Titanic does have a, a disclaimer for you uh, Pat right it does uh,
0: Celine Dion. yes you're exactly right <laughs> yep. you, that's where the, <laughs> the song oh came from Just, oh my gosh <laughs>
1: plus I mean I never oh. thought uh, it, was, she, it was actually I think she kind of screwed the guy
0: yeah, I mean, yeah,
1: sure, was Billy what? Zane and jackass? Sure. Yes. But, I mean, really, yes. in reality, she just basically just ran off with the guy. <laughs> because, true. He, because he looked like Leonardo DiCaprio. That's yeah. basically the whole thing. Yeah, that's, that is what <laughs> happened. He was a
0: prick. Yeah. Oh, golly. Ooh, yeah, oh. Me, that's a very nice way of putting
1: that. I would say he uh, <laughs> <laughs> was, uh, but I, I don't know that. you mean prickly? He was prickly. He was prickly, as yeah. you said. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So she should have <laughs> left him long ago. It's true. But she but didn't. Jeffy, people, I mean, look. I mean, oh, well, yeah. you're married. Let's put it that way.
0: <laughs> let's put it that way. When Harry Met Sully, one of the great movies of all time, for my money. Uh, Dirty Dancing. Eh. Mm-hmm. Notting Hill, I do like. I, do, I, like to, I remember liking Notting Hill. Yeah. Love Actually, I don't think I've ever seen. I don't I think I saw that. But yeah. Hugh Grant, yeah. right? Uh Twilight never seen. Never,
1: do not care. And That's not really a, a world, vampire man. movie is not going to be a love It's not going to be no. the best love movie story of all time. How about
0: Crazy Stupid Love? I've never seen that.
1: Great movie. Uh is it? I love it. Steve Carell. Okay. Um, and you'd like know. it. You'd actually like it. Probably yeah, probably cause would cuz I like it. him. Yeah.
0: And Annie Hall? I've never seen that either. I hear good Annie things about it. I, I, yeah movie, no interest in Woody Andy Allen. Though. I do not no. like his movies. But is, now is this the one where he talks about his lovely romance with his stepdaughter? <laughs> no, that's not the one. That's not the one where no. he's having he's having sex with <laughs> no. his daughter. With his seventeen-year-old daughter. Yeah, no. that's not the one. That's not the this one. Is this is a different movie. It's a different, than, it's a different one from the one where he's uh, having
1: sexual intercourse with yeah. his seventeen-year-old
0: stepdaughter. No, that's a different one. That's a different. That. I want to mm-hmm.
1: make sure. Yeah. And that's different. Okay. Because yeah. I now wasn't he the one too that was uh, accused of
0: uh, having sex uh, with his daughter? Yes.
1: Well, yes, but also mm-hmm. um, wasn't he the one? Was he the one recently that was uh, someone else came out? and Accused him of some other horrible. Uh, yeah, I yes. can't remember what it what was. was but the yeah, sun, yeah, there was. The sun. Oh yeah,
0: the sun.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, the
0: sun, uh, like, but... yeah. Eh, everything's okay. Great love story. <laughs>